0: Bye. Uh-huh.
1: and Queens, Princesses, and Prince. It is Sunday, the first Sunday of June, which is June 6th, and I just want to just welcome everyone to our our spiritual service this morning. This is God's House of Salvation, and we're based in Washington, D.C. I would like to give honor to my husband, who is Reverend David T. Gatlin, Sr., Who's the head of this branch of, of Zion and to all the people that are out there listening to us. We greet you with Jesus's short. Sure. I would like to begin our service with a prayer for everyone. Holy and just God, we thank you for the great gift of this church community and those who are listening um, through various means and all the people who have been touched by your grace here. Keep us from pure self-serving behavior and stir us to serve people who are most in need of your mercy during this day and time. Hear us, O God. May your mercy be great for us. And we thank you for all blessings of this assembly that it continue to dream dreams, sing new songs, and be a sign of your living presence in the world let us all pray and thank you god in jesus name we pray amen the sermon for today i've been working on it for quite some time but i feel as if or the spirit feels that it is very beneficial for today so it is under our title of our category of faithfulness, which is a fruit of the spirit. And for that reflection with that, it's entitled, I know. So in faithfulness, which is a fruit of the spirit, the reflection is, I know. The scripture that I would like for you to look at is coming from the book of Job. Chapter 19, verse 25. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end, He will stand on the earth. I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end, He will stand on the earth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of His most holy word amen as an introduction when i first wrote this i was thinking about i'm drinking i'm thinking about faithfulness i am drinking my 64 ounces of water because it is good for our total being i do not have to investigate my cup of water because i know that my water is water and it will do what it is supposed to do. As we know in the New Testament, redemption refers both to deliverance from sin and to freedom from captivity. Regardless of what is going on, we ought to be like Job, having assurance in knowing that like him we ought to say with authority i know in whom i have believed i know that my redeemer lives i know that all the plans and promises of god will one day be fully recognized I ought to be like Job, or we ought to be like Job, having assurance that we know that what God has said, God will perform, period. Every day, we do and respond to things with assurance, unknowingly whether or not it will succeed or it will fail. Yet we proceed with confidence, as God did not create us as beings of fear. He did not create us as being um, beings of procrastination, but he made us beings of progression and being able to move forward as opposed to inability of not being able to move forward. When we look at this Bible story of Job, it has provided for the Judeo-Christian community a narrative of the complexities of unjust sufferings, intense in both plot and poetry. It sheds light on the mysteries of human sorrow in the context of religion, religious faith. Job has become an exemplar of human suffering without comparison, a profanification of our grief and our bafflement about the uh, presence not only of suffering but of unmerited suffering in a universe guided by a loving, all-powerful and all-knowing God see the Diagnostics and statistical manual for disorders the fifth version of this manual is a standard resource for mental health professionals notes that traumatic events which may predispose a person to develop post-traumatic stress disorder And we believe as we look at this story that Job definitely um, experienced traumatic events as well as some post-traumatic stress disorders along the way. From a contemporary diagnostic perspective, it seems evident that Job's experiences qualify as traumatic stressors. And I'm sure... Many of us have gone through the same type of uh, experiences, maybe to some degree, maybe to the same degree, but we have all had some type of experiences with traumatic stressors. What might strike the reader as particularly unusual about Job's experience, however, is the sheer number of stressors he experienced. And thus, the comprehensive nature of his suffering. Because unless you've been there, you really don't really understand it, even from a medical standpoint. The most traumatic experience of Job was his loss of treasured relationship with God. What had become of the God Job knew? When we're faced with the same, how do we comprehend such? Traumatic experience, loss, grief are all clinical and definitely spiritual issues. We can definitely hear Job in his lament in the scripture that he says, ah, And I'm going to read it from the voice translation to kind of illuminate and bring it out to more of a human experience. Ah, that I were as I once was months ago during the time when God oversaw me. When his lamp shone above my head and by his light I walked through the darkness. Ah, to be in the ripest time of life Once more, when the intimacies of friendship with God enfolded my tent. From a diagnostic perspective, he definitely had tremendous uh, stresses, as previously mentioned. Plus, he felt lost in his God. We've all been there. And don't say you haven't, or maybe you just don't know that you've been there. But you've been there. It's just the way life is at times in its seasons. Over the last year, with so much loss, so much pain, so much trauma and violence, and the worst government in my history, it seemed as if God turned his back. But we all know that God is and has been with us before we were who we know us to be. Remember, our conception is a progressive approach. Through the grace of God, and pregnancy is progression, as well as human stages of development. Regardless of our mental being, being at the same stage, when our mind and our spirit are dead, We're dead because there's no movement of our being. So today I want to invite you to rise on up with the assurance that God has us. Because we have assurance. Because we know. In regards to life, we don't go for our dreams. We procrastinate on our medical instead of doing the necessary tasks needed for our health we play with our health yet we go further into health danger in hopes of a miracle by god's grace and mercy he brings us out other time other things that go on in our life we stay on jobs way too long it wasn't right from the very beginning but yet we stay on the job way too long we thought that we could make a career out of nothing but it's still a dead-end. Possibly we procrastinate fixing up our house. We procrastinate on saving money for major purchases and often running up credit card bills which can do long-term financial damage to our credit and FICO scores. Yet we go to God and he helps us to fix everything. We either procrastinate making a commitment to someone for marriage, and I'm speaking to men in this particular, knowing that this woman that he's dating is right for him, yet burning up her childbearing years. And then when she gets to the age of 40, after being and playing around with her for 20 plus years, she no longer can carry a child. Possibly we procrastinate or will not begin any plans for our survivors regarding our wills and burial and leaving the survivors, our loved ones, behind to either fight or have agony over estate and financial planning for us. The word says a good man leaves an inheritance to his children's children. That means your great-grandchildren. So to get to your great-grandchildren, you leave it for your children and your children's children. But the sinner's wealth is laid up for the righteous. And he just takes it all and burns it up and leaves them with a stack of bills. And then leaves it for the city to bury them in a communal uh, cremation. If someone gets their house in order, puts their house in order, or sets their house in order... They arrange their affairs and solve their problems. We trust. Like we trust elevators, escalators. We trust airplanes, vehicles. You know, some people can't drive that well, but we get in the car with them anyway. We trust financial management services and systems. Some people trust the legal system, cell phones grocery stores for our food, hoping that that food is right. We trust appliances to cook our food. We trust washing machines and dryers for our clothes. We we trust security services to protect our home and all other pieces of property. We trust our school systems to educate our children and ourselves and numerous other things. We trust people, products, to work and carry out what we promised, what they promised to do. We know that there is no reason to distrust Jesus as he's been there before we were and will be there after we were. As we look at our scripture, besides, I know my Redeemer lives, and in the end, He will rise and take his stand on the earth. And though my skin has been stripped off, still in my flesh, I will see God. I, myself, will see him, not some stranger, but actually see me with these eyes. Toward this end, my deepest longings pine away within my chest whatever we receive in life becomes a part of our journey we must build our character as a result and our life is extraordinary because jesus died on the cross for all of us all creation his blessings reign on the just and the unjust christ died for everyone and the veil is torn meaning that we have access to God and we have to know and be assured that God has this like we know that in the tv show the 600 pound life Dr. Nawazin says if you follow the plan you will easily lose the weight well everyone who's listening to this message Dr. Jesus says If we follow God's plan, that is, so since we stand surrounded by all those who have gone before, an enormous cloud of witnesses, let us drop every extra weight, every sin that clings to us and slackens our pace. And let us run with endurance the long race set before us look unto jesus ultimately you'll have to see jesus and this is what dr jesus said to us also at conception and at death we do not see jesus and what he's doing with other people's life because this is between them and jesus The real spiritual is not for us unless it's us and that is that person's assurance because they're with jesus it's a gift if you are able to see a glimpse of anything that he's doing this is why we cannot say to someone that you're going to hell it's just not our business you better make sure that you don't step into hell We may feel alone, but we aren't. We are surrounded by an army of witnesses. They have run the race of faith and finished well. It is now our turn. Now stay focused on Jesus who destined and perfected our faith. He endured the cross and ignored the shame of that death Because he focused on the joy that was set before him. And now he is seated beside God on the throne, a place of honor. So, we may feel alone, but we are not. We are surrounded by an army of witnesses. They have run the race of faith and finished well. It is now our turn to finish the race of faith and finish well. In our development, we can't get assurance when we are still on milk. When a baby in America and developed countries get their teeth, they're developed enough to be able to chew the meat. They no longer want just milk. The taste buds change as well as they develop. And like human development, our spiritual development changes and grows. Our spiritual development is for us when we pray as well. We pray to believe. If we can't get Sunday school, we just can't get Bible study. If we are continuous in our belief, we will develop assurance. A high school student can't get to college unless they've mastered high school. With Christ, he is standing at the door knocking, waiting on us to just open the door and let him in and sit down with us and us talk about stuff, or mainly we talk about what's going on And Jesus setting us straight and giving us a better, beautiful plan of action. Remember Paul's message is to stay focused. Suffer hardships. Be confident. Do your work. Stop sitting on your caboose. Be about progression with faithfulness. Get away from progressive less people. As you will have greater difficulty finishing your journey. Get away from progressive less organizations and things. As you will have greater difficulty finishing your journey. Stop lying to yourself. Satan really had you. And he has us all from some time to time. Jesus saved us. God's mercy kept us. God's mercy kept us in our mind. We know how we think sometimes. God's mercy kept us in our body. You know what we be doing with our body. And I'm going to say it just like that. You know what we be doing with our body. I don't even need to go there. God's mercy kept us in our spirit satan likes to attack our spirit because once in the spirit everything else follows have you ever awakened feeling really great and energized to suddenly feel the opposite or eventually feeling the opposite and it's a downslide it can be anything making the change in us that is an attack on your spirit my friends god keeps our spirit if we let him in, stop opening the door to damnation, opening the door to doom and gloom. Stop opening the door to self-destruction. Stop opening the door to stuff that isn't for us. Usually to change things, we must have to change ourselves in the mirror. We have to look at ourselves in the mirror and then make a change. We have to acknowledge what is going on and then be able to make the change. But we must also remember that regardless of where we are, Jesus is still standing at the door knocking, waiting for us to open the door and to let him in and sit at our table. And we listen to him, learning, repenting, and moving forward. The scripture says in 2 Timothy chapter 4, For I am already being poured out, And the last drops of this drink offering are all that remain. And all that remain, it's almost time for me to leave. I have fought the good fight, and I have stayed on course and finished the race. And through it all, I have kept believing. I look forward to what's in store for me—a crown of righteousness that the Lord. The always right and just judge will give me that day. But it is not only for me, but for all those who love and long for his appearing. God's plan for us is still going on today. Are we still going on in faith with him? Whatever we must do, let's just go ahead and do it. Move forward. Stop keeping up, chasing waterfalls. These people we're either related to or not, close to or not. These people are not with us. They are not into anything we're interested in. They have a form of godliness but have no spiritual root for greatness. They come to kill, steal, and destroy anything about you for selfish gain. They act as if they're with us all, like us and with you. But in reality, they come to find a way into your life to, and they devise a plan of attack because Satan is in control of their life. Jesus says regarding this, the message version, I like the message version because it says, When you knock on the door, be courteous to your in your greeting. If they welcome you, be gentle in your conversation. If they don't welcome you, quietly withdraw. Don't make a scene. Shrug your shoulders and be on your way. You can be sure that on Judgment Day, they'll be mighty sorry. But it's no concern of yours. During the early parts of the pandemic, it closed every church, every house of worship, making someone look at their own life and work out their own soul salvation. No more groups in person. However, religious groups now had to have services of all kinds via social media. This created a chaos for those who wanted services in its traditional methods. Unfortunately many became affected with COVID and many died as a result. This created a more intimate time for us to be with Jesus. No more distractions. It was just us and Jesus with assurance with faith. You know that you know that you know. See, the Red Sea has already opened for us to go through. Jesus has already come to our pool of Bethesda to pull us out and heal us. Jesus is standing at the door waiting on us to open the door and let him come in, sit down with us, talk about things, and get it straight. More importantly, he rose so that we too can rise out of our misery and shame and guilt and everything else keeping us down and away from him. So I want to tell ask everyone, are you okay today? Are you okay? Are you tired of you? Don't take the sucker approach, blaming yourself to self gloom and doom. It is time to rise on up with the insurance and the one that formed created. And made you with plans, promises, and abundance. As for Job, it tells us in Scripture so the Lord blessed the latter end of Job more than his beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, and a thousand yoke of oxen, and a thousand she asses, as if that could make up for the killing. Of his children for us today life may be or have been one way with christ we're on the way to better and greater as we can do all things with christ that strengthens us i can be content in other words i can be content in any and every situation through the anointed one who is my power and my strength? So again, drop the mic and rise today through Christ. We're resilient today, being inspired today for greatness. To have a disciplined spiritual Zen balance today, and through God, we encourage today and forevermore. Rise today, as the lyrics greatest thy faithfulness. It says. Great is thy faithfulness, O God my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not thy compassions they fail not, as though as thou hast been thou forever, wilt be great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness, morning by morning, new mercies I see. All I have needed, thy hand hath provided. Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Again, in all that Job endured, he says, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand on the earth. Do you know that your Redeemer lives, referring to God as Redeemer, to his coming to earth? To the resurrection of the body and even to the hope of eternal life so again i ask you do you know you need to know as i asked earlier i know or i said i know Selah. have a blessed and beautiful day in the lord and love yourselves and love others forgive others And forgive yourself. Amen.